fake horse racing fans. Welcome back to the newest, the hottest, the coolest, the insert adjective of your choice hereist sim horse racing podcast. This is the Morning Lion. Are we qualified? No, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm Nini Hunter. I'm Mary Jade Vess. And I'm Dylan Christensen. And today we are having an epic preview of the week six Friday race calls. We're going to be in Dubai. We're going to be in Louisville. And those are the only places we're going to be because I thought it was way more locations, but it's only two. We're also in our <laughs> houses. You know, that counts. What? That was yeah. a dumb joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're starting yeah. off strong today. It's so strong. No off the rails action going on here. Unlike earlier, which I will cease mentioning right now. Um. <laughs> oh man, we love when the train comes off the tracks. And it's happening early today. You know, that's fine. This is the kind of podcast we're on. If you've already decided you want to alienate yourself from our listener base, that's fine. We don't hold it against you. We're not interesting people. You know, uh, I've run out that. of. Are we not interest? Are we interesting? That's yeah. that's that's a big compliment. Maybe not in a good way, but not in a good way. <laughs> like in a like a car like a car wreck. You can't look away. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. That describes my editing process. And we love you for it. Our favorite oh, information you. designer. That's Hell right. yeah, let's Swatch go. Editor. Without further ado, let's get right into it and go into the desert races. The first one we're going to talk about is the Desert Turf Sprint. Grade 1 at 6 furlongs on the grass at Desert Oasis Park. Uh, Black Magic Hero is evidently, to me, the biggest standout here. He is looking for his third grade one in a row he's coming off of a really strong and decisive saudi turf sprint victory but it's not going to be easy for him riven gold to finish second to him last out is also here for michael looker also black magic hero is a homebred for cindy saunders need to acknowledge the great breeders and owners uh, in this game riven gold is a homebred for michael looker as well who he did win the stewart's cup turf sprint last year and was last seen finishing second behind Black Magic Hero. Like I said, Feather's Shadow, the Pegasus winner for Xander Zone is here. Northern Avenger, homebred for Laura Smith is here. He's looking for his first, like, really big win on the map. He's a multiple grade one winner, but he's not won on the biggest stage yet. Uh, other horses here across millennia for Carl Smythe. Do you believe in magic for Glenn Larson? Tragically hit for Dan Gordon. All good horses in their own right, but it looks like a few horse race here to me again. Yes, I would agree. All right, with that said, I'm going to take Black Magic Hero on top. I think he's an exceptional horse. I think he's going to be an exceptional sire because I feel like the dominant turf sprinters more so than any other division tend to be really exceptional sires, but that's like a slightly off-track course. Point being, he's been dominant. I mean, looking at his last speed figures, 95, 99, 94, I think he's going to run to that form today. Uh, I think Riven Gold is going to come in second to him again. He's an exceptional horse. And he's really awesome, but I do think Black Magic Hero is head and shoulders the best here after proving me wrong last time. And I'll take Feather Shadow to come in third. Just a I have oh <laughs> sorry. A repeat Saudi Turf Sprint Part Two. Yeah. I have Raven Gold on top again, even though he made me look like an idiot last week or a couple weeks ago now. Uh then I have Black Magic Hero, and then I'm going like way off the board and picking Do You Believe in Magic to finish third? <laughs> I just like the pedigree. That's literally the only reason why. Respected. And he ran his best mm -hmm. career figure last out. So maybe things are turning around. Good Thank things you. on the horizon. But see you by like, come on, man. That's one of the best turf sprint mares. I know. Yeah, I even had I one know of that her. one. Produced, have... produced a little horse called See You Monday. Yeah. Who? Yeah. I bought one of her sons for $5 million and he was he not sucked. worth it. Yeah. I mean, he didn't <laughs> suck, but he was not worth it. Okay, moving yeah. on from my gripe. 
All right. Yeah, I got Black Magic Hero on top like I did in the Saudi Terror Sprint. Just a little flex there. We uh, get then it. Feather Shadow. <laughs> like, he looks like he's going to bounce back big again. And then Northern Avenger to hit the board in a big race. Okay. Well, next up, we've got the Turf Mile, also known as the Dubai Millennium Mile. Right now, we've got a field to seven. Uh, highlights for this field include the, I believe he was an upset, competitive spirit. He won the Saudi Turf Mile uh, last out. Uh, then we also have the Pegasus winner, Shallow, the mayor. And we also have Legion of Dreams, who's been a very consistent turf miler, was second in Saudi and was third in the Pegasus Turf, fourth in the Stewards Cup. Uh, so just a lot of a lot of nice horses. Some Far good. away from land looks so good, too. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even bring up because Dylan had a horse in here. <laughs> We're in a he said it right before we got out. on the air. <laughs> That's true, and I told him, okay, my short-term memory, you will never find a person worse than that. Someone will say something to me, and I will forget it within five seconds. Like, that's how bad it is. Runs oh, in the family. <laughs> so, as for my try, I'm going with Legion of Dreams on top, homebred for Glenn Larson. I think that it's about his time. He's been due for a while but he's just kind of been running into horses who are just so much they're just on their games. So I think it's his turn to get a big one. Next, I have Shallow for Ashley Gibson Homebred, because she's awesome, both Ashley and the mare. And my next one, or I guess my third pick, is going to be Be Only Kind. He was third in the Saudi Turf Mile. This is for Jeffrey Klauser. Is that how I say it? Sure. Whatever. We're going with that. Steward Bread. <laughs> This guy's going to fly from off the pace, and this pace scenario looks pretty hot up front, so we'll see what we're... Or no, never mind, it's not. I'm thinking of a different race. I was like, huh? I don't know Legion of that. Dreams is going to be Lone Speed. That's why I picked him. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway. Yeah, for me, I'm going to go with Shallow on top. I think she's going to bounce back after that Saudi Turf Mile race, which still wasn't that bad. And then Legion of Dreams, because he's low in speed, and he's just super good for Glenn Larson. And then followed up with competitive spirit for Stan Reno Hawkinson, because, yeah, he looked super impressive last out. For my try, I'm going to pick Shallow on top for Ashley. No more getting mad at me for not picking her, Ashley. Uh, this is on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Second, I'm going to take Legion of Dreams, uh, Glenn Larson homebred, and I'm going to follow it up in third with Be Only Kind for Jeffrey Klauser. Boom. All right. Our next race is just absurdly stacked. The desert's duty-free a four-horse field with Wang Yenli really highlighting the field along with a ruffian. <laughs> I think these two, no offense to Tim or Aaron Tawning, are just like leagues ahead of the other horses. Uh, ruffian definitely didn't run to her best last out in the Pegasus turf, but like we all know what she can do. And then Wang Yenli, same thing like in his last two, but you know, he still made money in the Pegasus turf, so we'll see Wang what happens. Yenli. <laughs> And honestly, Tim Source is looking on the up and up. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you don't if you don't pick Tim Source here, uh, he's gonna mail you your address and come here. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's gonna get a thing of like a horse head mailed to his door. <laughs> I will say thank you. <laughs> what if Dylan gets a lock of his own hair in the mail from Tim? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's weird today, guys. <laughs> Who are you picking, guys? Uh, for me, actually, you know, I trashed Tim's horse at first, but I'm actually going to take Tim's horse to win. Because, <laughs> you know, four-year-olds are always on the up and up. And Wang Yenli's been coming against some really tough competition. Same with Ruffian. But then, yeah, follow that up with Wang Yenli and then Ruffian. Like, 
for a three or a four horse field, this one actually looks pretty pretty good. I'm actually going to agree with you exactly, uh, Dylan. I think this short distance is really going to help True Love Weights. I'm going to pick her on top here. I think Ruffian and uh, Wang Yanli, Yang Wenli, Potato Potato, both want a little bit further than this. And I'm going to take the Philly here. And on top of Yang Wenli, True Love Weights. I mean, True Love Weights, Yang Wenli, Ruffian. That's that's the try, that one right yeah. there. There you go. Exactly the same. <laughs> also, are we not doing phrasing anymore? Like, <laughs> Are we what? You said true love waits or the filly on top of Wang Yenli. <laughs> I, I don't see a problem, you know. All Let right. Her have her power. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> this, is a third, this is a third party podcast. It's okay. We're not affiliated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope and no one's listening to this with their kid in the room. <laughs> Maybe we should like put a disclaimer. <laughs> no. Our, the hosts are no. starting to become more crass. <laughs> exactly what you want to yeah see. but yeah my try is exactly the same as you for the very similar reasons i think true love weights will like this distance a lot more than the others also this pace is going to be hot 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 this is the one i was thinking of all four of them are front runners so we'll see what happens i mean if they all die it doesn't really make a difference that maybe is I, true maybe i should just throw an allowance closer in there and see what happens oh my god dylan <laughs> <laughs> all right Next up, we got the Desert Golden Sprint. They're going to be sprinting on the dirt there at six furlongs, $2 million race. It's a short field of six. Uh, most of these fields are a little bit shorter, but it is still stacked. We got the highlights, Devin. I think I finally said his name right. The winner of the Saudi uh, Storm and Diabolical X, who finished 2-3 in that race, are both here. Uh, Lord Prism is here. He was run fourth in the Pegasus and in the Saudi this year. These horses are just taking turns beating up on each other. They've all kind of run one right behind the other in the last couple of big races here. So, you know, it's really tough. Uh, Devin, Diabolical X, and Lord Prism are all steward bred. Storm being a homebred also in here. There's Cardinal Sin for Kenneth Prater, hoping to get some money. And Arcadian for Mike Bryant, who's prepped pretty well for this and I think is flying a little bit under the radar. But anyway, uh, I'm going to take Lord Prism on top here for Gavin Guile. I think he's been really close his last couple ones he's always there on the edge but hasn't been able to do it yet maybe those other horses have run a little bit too hard uh consecutively earlier this year paving the way for lord prism a little bit behind him i'm going to take diabolical x to finish second for xander zone the excellent philly who's lost twice in a row for the first time in her career which is crazy she's normally such an such a superstar, but it's been it's been rough for her in her, her last two. If you want to call finishing second, yeah, r- rough, rough. <laughs> rough when she w- normally wins multiple races in a row. Uh, and in third, I'm going to go ahead and pick Arcadian for Mike Bryant. I think this horse is uh, pretty smartly prepped. Good horse has been sort of avoiding the top tier competition, but with this obviously being his target, I think he's really well primed. I am going with Diabolical X on top. I think she's due. Uh, as you said, she's never w- lost two in a row, so... I think that she's going to battle back and take that one. Uh, next, I'm going to go with Storm. He's always pretty much a guarantee to hit the board. And he's only missed out once in his career. So, like him. And then I am taking Devin in third. Yeah, I'm actually going to take Storm on top. I think he looks like he's in really good form. And, like, he had the four-week break, and now he's coming back on two. I really like that with horses in real life and in the sim. Uh, then I'm going to go with Devin for Pete. Like, obviously, he's super good, and I think he'll maintain form. And then Diabolical X to get taken down another time. 
think maybe she's just like starting to decline a little bit. Mayhaps. Cool. <laughs> Mayhaps. All right, next up we have the Desert Mile. This is over the dirt. Uh, right now we have 11 to 12 entries. No uh, Marvel yet, though. So you know that that's going to bite us. Laura, but come on. Know. We had something good here when you entered <laughs> earlier <laughs> the last time. Yeah, so we'll see where Marvel goes. I don't know if he's like in du- Dubai or whatever. Uh, but anyway, uh, this feels obviously highlighted by Kentucky Storm. This guy, champion, uh, beat Marvel. Just a really, really nice horse. Uh, and I didn't he win last out? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he won the Saudi Dirt Mile. Because <laughs> by Marvel four and a quarter. Yeah, yeah he well. He, no, no offense to the other horses, but no one really was going to go with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Another interesting horse that I found in here was This Is Our Year. This guy won the Baltimore Crown a couple of years ago, and now he's in the mile. As we know, James Dean, noted miler producer. So we'll see how that goes. Honestly, um, think it'll work. Really? I do. Oh, interesting. Uh, as mm. for my picks, obviously I'm going Kentucky Storm on top for Darcy McBride. Uh, that guy, he just, I think he towers above this field to be completely honest uh next up i've got uh the guy who's going to send dylan a lock of his own hair (laughs) (laughs) that sounds okay (laughs) i couldn't help myself okay that it's vernon by the way for tim matthews this horse is i think been getting like pretty unlucky like in the saudi dirt mile he was steadied early on, so obviously that's unlucky. Drew the rail, and he, yeah, I think he's. I say, I've been saying this about a lot of horses, but I think they're due. But yeah, third, I like object for Eric Nalbone. Um, this guy is eleven for sixteen lifetime, which is like pretty insane. Uh, prepped in an allowance. He's also like most of his racing came in year fifty three and. And previous to that, he only started once in year 54 and then had an abridged year 55 campaign. So, well, not really abridged, mostly in allowances, but yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to take Blessed with Beauty on top for Luis Bayou. I remember Luis mentioning that M said he she could be a top tier miler because like for some reason she just hated going uh, route distances. So I'm going to take her with a big upset and then Kentucky Storm because... He's Kentucky Storm. Like, how how could you really go against him? Uh, and then I'm gonna go with this is our year for Xander Zone. I actually think that'll work out. I'm sorry, Tim, going against Vernon, but yeah, honestly, think that one might work out surprisingly enough. Oh, I remember Louise's horse. This is the half to that voodoo you do. Yes, the yeah. noted out of the noted Myler producing mare promises kept by be prepared. That's right. Yeah, but she worked forty four point seven two over four furlongs, which is like insane yeah. oh yeah and she's yeah. beaten some really really nice miler fillies in her last two attempts yeah for my picks i'm also gonna pick blessed with beauty on top i think i think it's time i think one of the big one of the big dogs kentucky storm and marvel i think it's time that they're gonna be on the opposite end of a shocking upset i think you know it's coming uh, louise bayou homebred philly uh, i'm gonna pick her on top then kentucky storm for Darcy McBride, and I'm going to follow it up with Vernon for Tim Matthews to fill the try. Can't wait till Vernon gives birth to Tim Matthews' band. Just <laughs> <a freak. laughs> you know what I said. Vernon, Vernon will give birth. 
Yeah, you know what I said. <laughs> uh, All right. Next up is uh, a very special race, definitely to me the most special race on the card. That is the $1 million Scott Island Memorial Desert Marathon, a race that Scott Island did win multiple times throughout his sim career, now named for him after he passed away in 2017. I just want to take a moment here to acknowledge uh, the great person that Scott was for the game, for the game's community, for making his podcast, and for just making the game a better place. He was an excellent, excellent man, and I wish that uh, my two co-hosts here had the opportunity to know him as I did, because he was awesome. Mr. Awesome. Never a name more more apt than for Scott Island. So, But he would not want us to be here somber about it. Instead, he'd want us to take off our pants and preview this race. So I'm, I'm not going to say... You. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, Scott. Uh, anyway, here highlighting this race, we got Creator of Worlds for Randall Johnson, was last seen finishing a disappointing ninth in the Saudi Cup. He is your Long Island Classic winner from year 54, looking to get back at a distance he it looks like he prefers and get back to some winning ways mezzanine for ash terrison is also here this philly is a multiple grade one winner was in this race last year where she finished third is coming back for the win this time newt is also here for danny derby this guy is coming off of a grade one win at a mile and an eighth which i think was the perfect prep for him after finishing fourth in the stewards cup marathon he was second in this race last year also wyvern is also coming in for brian levitt and the homebred here he was finishing last seen finishing third in the Saudi Cup. He's a grade one winner at a mile and an eighth, so it, it kind of would seem that two miles is too long for him, but one of the best performances in his career was at the mile and a half uh, Long Island Classic, so this horse is super versatile, and I think he's going to be really, really dangerous in here. Lots of good horses in this field. This is one of the full fields uh, that we have here on the card. Good horses all around. Hopefully, uh, it's just, you know, the extra distance might not be what a couple of these ones want. On top here, I'm going to go with Newt for Denny Derby. I think this is a classy individual. He's coming in perfectly. I think a mile and an eighth prep was really ideal for him. Uh, he won that pretty pretty handily, so I think this one has his name on it. I'm going to take Creator of Worlds to finish second. I know Randall's been really uh, frustrated with this horse, as who wouldn't be? I mean, this is like, it's just, you know, it's tough when you have a horse win a Triple Crown race and then have struggled to perform well at the top level of competition where you want them to run after, but I think he'll be right there with Newt at the end, and I'm going to take Wyvern to finish third. Not a very creative try, but, you know, it is what it is. I would agree with you with Newt. I have him on top, and I also have Wyvern in second. Um, I like the way he ran in the Long Island Classic, uh, So, and I also like uh, Mezzanine to finish third. Yeah, I'm going to go with Creator of Worlds on top. He seems like he really needs this super long distance, and it'll go well for him. Even though that Stewart's Cup marathon didn't quite work out, I think this will flip the script for him. Uh, then I'm going to go with box office for Tim Matthews. Indiana Jones, if I remember right, like I think he'd be, I'll let you know, going two miles, if I'm thinking of the right horse. I might not be. Question mark, question mark. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong horse. but <laughs> We're so what? prepared. Nevertheless, you know? he... Yeah, I'm totally thinking of the wrong horse, but who cares? He's still, I like the pedigree. I think this uh, one could come up big for Tim Matthews. And then probably going to have to go with Mezzanine for Ash Terrazin. I, I don't really know. It's a really wide open race, but she really bounced back after losing in the Stewards Cup last out. And I like the three weeks. Sick. All right. Now we are on to the Desert Turf Classic. Big race with a nice little field of seven. 
we have Longbird, who's coming off winning the Saudi Turf Cup, which, you know, the all-weather horse that just came over the turf and is looking like he might just dominate. You also have Mal for Stormy Peak. We all know that one. Manic, Rise, all super good four-year-olds. And then there's also two four-year-old fillies, Kitty Kitty Kitten, and it is written, maybe not as well-known, but still very nice horses. And with Drama, another five-year-old that's super nice. This field is just loaded from top to bottom. And yeah, these four-year-olds definitely look like they could pull off something big. Uh, But for my picks, I'm probably going to go with Longbird on top, just because like, he looked super good in the Ree McKeenan going mile five sixteenths, whatever weird distance that is. I really liked that. Uh, and then I'm probably going to go with Manic because, I mean, I think he looks good going a mile and a half, although the Stewart's Cup turf didn't go great. Um, or shoot. Yeah. Yes. I, I know what I'm saying. Uh, then Rise <laughs> in the Saudi turf, or he won the Saudi turf marathon last out. Looked good. So that's my, my try. Uh, for me, I'm gonna pick with drama on top for Glenn Larson. I think a mile and a half is his favorite distance, kind of the sweet spot. Uh, I think the last race in the Saudi Turf Marathon was a little bit too long for him. Uh, still performed well at that distance, but you know, not his favorite. And then I think the Pegasus Turf was uh, a little bit too short, but I think this here is kind of like the Goldilocks bed, just right. You know, is that the right fairy tale that I'm thinking of? Was that the right analogy? Yes, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. the okay. right. That's Thank the right you. One. <laughs> anyway, with drama on top. I'm going to take Mal to finish second. I think this is also his preferred distance. These, This guy likes to go long as well. Could honestly interchange the top two. Those two uh, pre- performed really well the last time they were at this distance in the Stewart's Cup behind Malayo Hassan. Uh, Mal was second and Withdrama was third in that race. And then to fill out the try, I'm going to go with a long bird for Danny Derby. My favorite bird. Long, <laughs> long bird. Long bird. Danny long bird. My favorite. I... I would agree with Nini with uh, with drama. I think his win in the arc. I don't know if it surprised a lot of people, but it definitely made people I like it. He definitely put his name out there for a horse to look out for. Uh, secondly, I am going to go with one of the four year olds, and it is written. Um, I think that she will like this distance. She's been running uh, really well recently. Prepped week three, day five. Uh, at a two-mile-long race, won that with a 93, and then was she also won her last race of her three-year-old year, which was a great one. And I'm um, rounding out with Long Bird. Long Bird. Long Bird. Long Bird. <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, it's okay. It was the best typo to ever happen. <laughs> typo? I don't know about that. The origins. Never mind. I'll explain. I'll explain <laughs> later. Yeah, we'll just we'll just let it go. It's a podcast. We got to keep it. It's fine. It's fine. We're this is a kid show. <laughs> yes. Tamara. Yep. I guess I should uh, preview our next race. The little. Nah. Little I'm gonna like it. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then you'll be waiting for a while if I'm gonna get attitude. No, I'm just kidding. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, the Louisville Bunbaret up next. Three-year-old fillies going a mile and an eighth. This is one of the four races at Louisville Downs on the Derby undercard. So we got some 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 pretty decent horses in here. We have uh, obviously safe place to land. Won the Stewart's Cup Bunbaret. Um, Oasis of the Seas was second. Armor Perdido. I don't know. I don't know how you say that. Okay. A second in in the Stewart's Cup. 
Ooh. Thank you. I'm not going to say that again, so I'll just have Nini say that over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so some some pretty pretty nice little turf route fillies in here. Yeah. Uh, as for my picks, Dylan, don't interrupt me. Sorry, I don't know <laughs> what you're going to try to say. <laughs> you just wanted to hear the sound of your own voice. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, I am going to go with City Walk for Carol Hansen. Uh, first of all, this horse's name, I don't know if people remember the South Park episode called City Walk. That just makes me laugh every time. It's racist, but you know what? <laughs> it's we kind of a racist joke. We kind of we don't we don't condone racism no, on this show. Let's make no. ourselves clear. We are all yeah, anti- no. anti-racist. This is what it reminds me of. Anti-racist uh, people, who, people here. People who have watched South Park know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I like her on top. Um, I think the barrier trial was good. This is another thing. Like with the big races, we're starting to see horses prep and barrier trials, which I think is interesting. Uh, she won that with by four lengths, and yeah, yeah she's super speedy in that. Uh, and then she won the grade one to prep. Uh, next up, I have Safe Place to Land, who won the Stewards Cup Bumbrette. That's for Pete Vella. And the final horse that I have is State of the Art Homebred for Cleopatra. A lot of very speedy horse. Uh, Won both her preps undefeated so far this year. I think she's very classy. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with City Walk for Carol Hansen as well. On top, you know, the multiple grade one wins looks really nice for her. Uh, hold up, is hold this up. a is this a glitch? Why does it say she went six and a half furlongs? Where or did she actually? Where she went six and In a half the, furlongs? City Walk. Are you looking at third. the PPs? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt it, but I just like. She went six and a half. And yeah, I know she oh, did. No, in a that's mile. Not a, that's not a glitch. Wow. <laughs> this Philly's just awesome. Okay, yeah, sorry. The favorite I, trick is part of the turf triple, isn't it? The two oh, yeah, she, she, she attempted, and she I think she attempted the turf triple. Yeah, yeah went three, two, one close. in it. Kudos Jeez. to Carol for doing that. Like, nobody does yeah. that. Sh- good for you, Carol. Breaking <laughs> yeah. sim it, norms. It went well, too. Almost, yeah. almost pulled it off. Okay, sorry for that little interruption, but yeah, still City Walk <laughs> on top for me. Uh, then Safe Place to Land for Pete Vela, and uh, I'll go State of the Art for Cleopatra. Exactly the same as me. Yeah, and also, I, this has nothing to do with my picks, but disinformation for John Zett looks like it might not even have its equipment set yet, because it says front bandages, one piece, tongue tie. So that's, Some people like to do that. That's true. Okay, that was totally off topic. Totally. Now to Nini. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to take City Walk on top. I think this is a special filly as uh, shown by uh, like her, her races. Aside from her maiden race, she's unbeaten at a route. Uh, her maiden was kind of uncharacteristically bad. And you know, she's still good enough to finish third with an 88 at six and a half furlongs and second with an 85 in grade one. So, you know, she's probably a beast lurking in the shadows here about to, you know, pounce on her prey and the prey is the rest of this field you know i just gotta spell that metaphor out in case somebody <laughs> tries to misconstrue it in second i'm gonna go with safe place to land for pete vela i think she kind of took a little step back in her last race but i, I like you know i'm here for her finishing second with an 85 i think she's gonna come in here fresher uh rather than she would have if she had run something like a 94 or 95 something like that you know, and I'm not supposed to ha- name handicap these races, but for name alone, I'm going to go with Amor, Amor Perdido for <laughs> Carl Smythe. I can't even say it myself. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, ancestors. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, her name means uh, Love Lost, and I just think that's a very pretty, that's a pretty name. Nice Philly. Never worse than second. Uh, edgy. Yeah, very edgy. <laughs> Good luck. All right, back to me for the Louisville Bunbury. Uh, you know, I don't really know a lot of these horses, but obviously improvisational for Ryan Whitehead looks super good. Undefe- or not undefeated, lost in a maiden special weight, but after that it just looked insanely well um, winning the Stewart's Cup Bunbury. Uh, a lot of good-looking horses in here, though, so definitely could go a lot of ways. But I'm going to start it off with improvisational, the one I just hyped up, because, yeah, he looks super nice. Then Luster of Lost Things for P. Vela. Another one that just looks absurdly nice. There's a lot of them in here. And then finally, Dan and Glorious for Danny Derby. Another one that's been like only ever ran out of the top two in the Stewards Cup Bunbury. All right. For me, I'm actually going to take Burrow for Louise Bayou on top of the homebred, who is uninsured. Louise, if you're listening to this, go insure your horse. Uh, and if you don't insure him, I'm going to assume you don't listen to our podcast and then my feelings will be hurt. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> I think the distance is perfect for him. He's really good. Just ran behind some horses that were more proficient at this distance, I think, in the Stewart's Cup. Otherwise, he's been pretty consistent, you know, 92, 93. Uh, if you throw out the, the Stewart's Cup, he ran a 92 again. Even though I hate LSU passionately, I'm going to pick him on top. Uh, for, don't get offended if you go to LSU. It's just, you know, I I went to AM. You guys know the story. Seven overtimes, it was sick. Anyway, back to... <laughs> To... You're gonna have to explain that to me once we're done recording. I will. I, I promise. I will. It I was, will follow I, for those of, for the okay for those of you who know what I'm talking about. I made the decision to stay an extra day at home for Thanksgiving break instead of going to the A&M LSU game, and it was the worst decision I've ever made in my life. I regret that more than any other decision I've ever made. That's not an exaggeration. I would do it all over again just to go to that game. That is not even a joke. Okay, we're back to fake horses. What if that's the timeline where that was one where Kingdom Come and Hold Us Together finish second and then you change it and then suddenly kingdom come and hold us together finish last and second last oh uh, no don't even talk Did you about think that. about that they're, no they're de- no he's destined to win in every timeline in every- <laughs> <laughs> he transcends space and time don't you understand that's his power <laughs> i digress Burrow <laughs> on top for Louise Bayou, luster of lost things for Pete Vela in second and improvisational for Ryan Whitehead to come in third Oh, I am going with Dan and Glorious on top for Danny Derby. This pedigree, I'm just looking at it as like one of the most real life ones you'll ever see. Deep impact, out of minding. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, then second, I'm going with improvisational and then luster of lost things. Sick. Older horses. Woo! All right. Yeah. It's, it's time for the World Cup, the, the richest race on the card today. Uh, it's going to be a good one, you know, $6 million. On the dirt in uh, Dubai at a mile and a quarter, an all-star field here with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten millionaires, because I don't know how to count. And I think everyone here is a grade one winner. I think everyone here is the greatest show a grade one winner. The is greatest grade show one? is not a grade the one greatest winner. Show he's no, um, I think he's a great multiple grade two. Multiple, a bunch of grade one winners in the greatest show. Sorry, Nina. You know, he's still good. I like the way he prepped. That was not meant to be a detractor on him. He's really cool. Really good pedigree. I'm going to stop talking now. Just anyway, kidding. He is a grade one winner. Oh, he is a grade one winner. Gee. <laughs> Sorry, I just pulled up my spreadsheet. Everyone is a grade one winner. Everybody's a multiple grade one stakes winner except for the greatest show, Skykel. 
Oh, he is a grade one winner. Yes, he is. Inglewood for surety. Yes, I'm I'm silly. This is me yeah. hitting myself because I'm silly. Sky Fair is the one time and Oh, that's it. Everyone else is a multiple. Six. So three. Even no day but today, the horse with nine raises. Even <laughs> even the B tier no day but today is a multiple. Yeah, he's not that good. He's not. <laughs> I feel bad for him having to go here. <laughs> you know, so do I. But that being said, Boner is greedy. I'm so greedy. Uh, just call me Ahmed Zayat. Um, <laughs> People don't follow Dang. real phrasing. Like, who is that? Are, should I? Are we gonna? Should we leave that in? It's no, fine. Yeah. Just leave it. It's well, fine. yeah, we'll leave it in. Leave well, it. Zayat, don't, don't come for me. Actually, it's fine. This uh, and the anonymity of the screen is great. Um, anyway, <laughs> discover for Emily Mitchell's the first horse we're going to go over in here. He's coming in hot off of a grade one victory over my beloved No Day But Today and the lovely Forgiven in the Arcadia Million. But before that, he was last seen finishing 13th twice in the Pegasus Classic and in the Stewart's Cup Classic. He was third in the Louisville Derby, though, so he's both excelled on the biggest stage and also done not so great. So not sure what version of him is going to show up uh, next time. But, you know, he's cool. Just not sure if, you know, it's very, it's it's strange is what I'm saying. Like, is the inconsistency gives me pause. Next up, we have Metacrisis, who's a homebred for Susie Rydell by Blue Bayou, Out of Rose by The Other Man. This guy, uh, he won the Midsummer Classic, which was an insanely talented field. Um, and then was, he kind of lost out to finish off the three-year-old year, was still on the board, finished third. Um, and then he came back this year in the gladiator stakes going a mile and three eighths and beat Napoleon and story behind a smile. So this guy, obviously very live is going to love this distance. We'll see how he does. There was something about the gladiator stakes that I wanted to stay say, but now I don't remember it. So we're just going to keep going with Napoleon (laughs) for Eric Nalbone, who also came second in that gladiator stakes, but that was not what I was going to say. He's like, Kind of got second-itis his last two starts. Two huge races, though, with the Gladiator and the Mar- uh, Stewards Cup Marathon. Won the awesome derby, three outs go, then 97. Like, he's super-duper nice, and people were, like, for a second thought um maybe he could have been a triple crown contender if he would have gotten going before the Long Island Classic, but whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has a good chance to win this, though, so. We'll see what happens. Nini's not allowed to preview her own horse. Nah, just just make her. Am I not allowed to preview my own horse? No, you have to. I'm making you. Okay, I'm I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna preview the way things are lining up. I'm gonna preview my own horse. Next up is No Day But Today for yours truly, a homebred. He's by Kingdom Come out of uh, the excellent mare who everybody forgets about. She won the Louisville Oaks. People uh, flex uh, seasons of love. <laughs> um. Anyway, he's cool. I didn't. I forgot that he existed when I went on my sabbatical, and then I came back and regalloped him, and he was a freak. And I was like, "Oh crap! Let me sponsor a race for him." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh man, he won by seven. Let me throw him in a grade one." And then he lost. And then I ran him in a bunch of big races last year, and he kept losing until he won the Los Camp Classic. And then he won the Pe- the elusive Pegasus after getting bumped from the Pegasus Classic. And then he lost the Arcadia Million last out to Discover. And I've been trying for a really, 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 really long time to run him in a big race like this, and I'm happy it's going to happen. And I hope he wins, but he probably okay. won't. But I hope he does. Nini, <laughs> did you just chug a whole Red Bull before you came on this podcast today? You know, is, you know, is it just not enough that I'm excited to record with my friends? <laughs> oh my god, Dylan! <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the Gladiator Rude. Stakes. I remembered what I was going to say, finally. 
uh, last year, Ransack and Man in Motion went 1-2 in that, and then they went 3-4 in the Desert World Cup. So, like, look out for the horses coming out of the Gladiator Stakes. 3-4. Right there. Confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) Illuminopoly confirmed. Okay, next up we have Parts Unknown for Izzy Rafferty, homebred by Prince Louder out of Sally Sparrow 1. Must have released the name. Uh, by Ants Marching. Not a good nightmare if she only Don't gets a two point five million dollar winner. Don't blink. Oh. That's all. Okay. If you get the reference, you know what's up. I Proceed. bet it's a Doctor Who reference. It is a Doctor Who reference. Oh, of course <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, anyway, this guy was gunning for a semi last year. Uh he was undefeated up until he was in the Stewart's Cup Classic and was second to Delirium. This year he was third in the Pegasus Classic and then ran in the out of kindness stakes as a prep, won that. This guy's been pretty solid. Um, Obviously has some ability at the distance. Uh, So we'll see kind of how he shakes out here. Definitely live, but there's a few things that make me hesitate on him. All right. uh, Next up is Private Affair for Mike Bryant, homebred. Uh, He looks super good last out running a 96. Uh, He came second, and that was in a grade three, but it was against Rathalo. So, like, there's a lot of things to weigh with that one that are really confusing. He won the Stewards Cup Marathon, so maybe he wants to go a little longer, but like his speed figures last four, 96, 95, 95, 96. He's he's gonna be really tough if he keeps running to his best form, which looks like he probably will. Private affair is really good. But you know who else is really good? Rathalos, the homebred for Brian Levitt. He's by happy this way out of one more kiss. This is your derby winner, your reigning derby winner. His crown is gonna be uh, passed on, or not passed on, the torch will be passed on to the next Derby winner uh, that's going to come up this week. Was last seen getting his first win since the aforementioned Derby in the highly regarded stakes by a neck over Private Affair. Was a long way back to the third place horse. Uh, he won that race with a 96. You know, I, I like him in here. I think a mile and a quarter is his preferred distance. Uh, he did finish second in the People's Horse at a mile and a quarter and finished second in the Midsummer classic at a mile and a quarter so i think you know this is his game i think he'll be around at the end eric if i butcher your horse's name i'm sorry but i'm just gonna go with it this is one of the phillies us uh, or is she the- no she's she's not one of the only ones because spachon's in here uh this is skykel for eric nalbone homebred Shut up, <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> she yeah won the stewards cup ladies route and i can't remember exactly, but I think she set the stakes record for that race, maybe? Uh, probably with a 100 speed figure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she did. I I know there was a stakes record set last year in the Stewart's Cup, but I can't remember if it was her or if it was somebody else. Anyway, uh, she's been insane at the longer distances. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how she does in a mile and a quarter. Obviously she belongs here, but she's only done a mile and a quarter once. And that was in a non-winners of three. So she didn't really beat up on very many big horses there, but she could be very interesting to watch out for. Yeah. Uh, next up is Spatula. Your I hate that horse. Year. Yeah, we all hate this horse. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love you, Pete. He came six last out in the Saudi Cup, but like you can't really fault him after he ran a 97 in the Pegasus Classic. He's kind of like his last few outs was like good, bad, and then good in Pegasus, bad in the Saudi Cup, if you can call it bad. So like maybe he bounces back big here, but like he's like always just going to be a really big win contender no matter where he goes. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, like maybe. 
Next up, we have uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call her the Wonder Philly. Yeah, why not? She won the Saudi Cup. Uh, the Wonder Philly, Spechon for Danny Derby. I love uh, her. She's great. Who doesn't love her? She's pretty. She has a little bow on her brow band and her headshot. I mean, she's just cool. She's cool. Uh, by James Dean out of Paint the Night. Uh, was last seen finally getting her signature win in the Saudi Cup. Uh, can she go make it back to back in like the two biggest purse races the Sim has like consecutively? I know. You know, I'm not going to get into it that the Stewart's Cup is more, whatever. You know what I mean? Man, uh, imagine winning the Louisville Oaks and that's not your signature win when you're that good. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? She's uh, She has the blessing and the curse of being in Danny's Barn where no, the Oaks is not good enough. You have to go and do more. Die against the boys. <laughs> she has to. Her schedule's been crazy. Like, it's been insane. She's run every two weeks since last year, week 12. Uh, this is her, like, sixth or seventh uh, consecutive race against the guys. Uh, is it all going to wear down on her? Is her she gonna fourth. Make- Probably not. Or her fourth. Never mind. I thought yeah, about it. She returned. Start. Yeah. Yeah. Ret- uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, her schedule's been grueling. That would be the only uh, detractor to me. But otherwise, you know, she's dangerous. She's literally been right there. She has not missed a check in any of these races. Leave her off your tickets at your own risk. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have another Derby winner from year 54. This is That Voodoo You Do, homebred for Louise Bayou by Hold Above Out of Promises Kept by Be Prepared. This guy ran a 69 nice in the Saudi Cup. I think that was too short for him, but we'll, so he's back this year. Uh, he was second behind Delirium last year uh, in this race, ran a 95, and he was also super far wide. I also want to say we're recording this on Monday, so like the post positions are not drawn yet, so we'll see kind of how it shakes out. Uh, but yeah, this guy always dangerous, always lurking. You know, can't, you can't ignore him. Yeah. Next up is The Greatest Show for Nina Olsen, another homebred. Uh, this one is coming off a wire-to-wire win in the Tokyo Welcomes You listed stakes race. Not necessarily what you love to see, like in a prep, coming from a listed stakes, but did come second in the Japan Trophy Dirt. And, like, is always there um, in its last 10 starts. It's missed the board twice. And once was fourth and once was a ninth. So, like, super nice horse. It's just don't know if this is, like, the right place for it. I don't know if it's this good. Dylan, have you seen The Greatest Showman? Yes, I have. You totally missed the opportunity to be like, this is the greatest show when you introduced See, that horse. The problem <laughs> is I've seen it too many times and I just don't like the can't, – can't stand the movie. I hate to say it. I'm gonna Go away, Dylan. You're now. off the podcast. Get so get much you're, you're fired. <laughs> It was okay the first few times I saw it, but now it's just, uh, I can't. Oh, it's my turn. Um, no, you can just sit here. Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to take I'm gonna take my time. I'm going to take a long drink of water. Okay, uh, we'll be back later. Yeah, we're taking a recess here. We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> it's what no. we would say if this was monetized, but it's not. Hey, we should get Ron doing... to sponsor this. He probably would. <laughs> we do it for the love of the game and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh Next up is Unforgiven. Be quiet, Dylan. This is a homebred for Chris Bobby. Was last seen uh, finishing third behind Discover and No Day What's Day in the Arcadia Million. Before that, he Who? won the NB- NDBT. NDBT. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, also behind Discover, he was in this race, but whatever. I no. did say Discover. 
Oh, you did? I only yes, I did. I said discover and I uh, just like giving you crap. God dang it. <laughs> uh, did win the grade one Panama International. Did win the grade one Prince of Peace. The last time I think he was against horses of around this caliber or not uh, was when he faced off against World of Color. This is our year in the grade one Long Island Handicap last year, week 13, where he finished third. You know, he's pretty good. He always runs his race he's never finished off the board even that might change uh in this next outing this is the first time he's pit against the best the sim has to offer so it'll be a big test for him but i think he has it in him to kind of show up with a run uh he's really excellent he did upset spatula in that prince of peace so it's worth noting that he has beaten some of the best horses but this is the first time he runs against them all together our final horse is another horse that has the blessing and a curse of being a Danny horse. Uh, home. This is World of Color, homebred for Danny Derby by Gladiator out of Let It Go by Father Ralph. This guy, <laughs> he won the Long Island Handicap, then went into the Stewards Cup, got his butt kicked, went into the Pegasus Classic, butt kicked again. Saudi Cup was fourth, but still not, you know. So now he's, of course, uh, not getting a class break, and he's back here. So we'll see how that goes. I am, even though he's by Gladiator, I am, like, not sold on him at a mile and a quarter. I just think his best races have been at a mile and an eighth, but I don't know. He's kind yeah. of a weird guy. It's true. That assessment. Also, for those of you listening, if you didn't hear in the last broadcast, the steward is, like, super high on this horse at stud. So, mm-hmm. like... Keep a mare for him. I think he's yeah, gonna save him gonna, some girlfriends. Yeah, I think he's gonna hypo off the charts. Okay, picks. Let's do it. Uh, for no. me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dylan's I'm gonna, feeling snippy today. Dylan is really oh. not having it. Uh, I'm gonna take Skykel on top for Eric Nalbone. I think hot she's take. gonna hot take. I think she's gonna channel her grandmother Whitney. Uh, and gonna do it here at the age of five. Whitney won the Desert World Cup at the age of five. I believe, Eric, if I'm wrong, don't kill me. Uh, and she's just insanely fast. I mean, looking at her last couple of races, 97, 100, 99, 100, like, geez, that's wild. In second, I knew who I was gonna take second, and now I can't remember. Ah, ah. Um, <laughs> no, I picked him. I, he was gonna... No, actually... Uh, I was going to take Skykel and Spaychan to finish second. I'm going to have a f- all Philly exacty here. Spaychan always shows up. Uh, I think Skykel just kind of get her at the end. Uh, so Spaychan to finish second. And I am going to take my horse, Snow Day, but today to fill out the try. I think he's going to come running at the end, but I don't what know. A surprise. You know? <laughs> so for my picks, I like Metacrisis to win. I think he is super fast and he likes this distance. Then I'm taking the B tier. Nini horse to finish second because again a lot of speed but we'll uh, we'll see if he can close into that kind of a pace we'll need a good post draw though and then third is that voodoo you do i just can't leave him off i'm actually going to take big upset with napoleon for eric nalbone i feel like he he's due for a really signature win not that the long island classic wasn't one but like i don't know i think you know what i mean hopefully the money the money yeah uh, then I'm going to go Eric Nalbone exacta and put Skykel uh, in second because those speed figures are just insane. And then I'm going to follow it up with Nini's plug, no day but today, I guess. Aw, <laughs> uh, he's thankful that he's going to fill the bottom of your tickets. <laughs> yeah, this race, this race is so competitive, though. Like, Yeah, it is. 
somewhere Parts Unknown is mad at us that he's the more accomplished closer and we're leaving him off. <laughs> somewhere out there, he's very upset. He's going to come and mail, <laughs> mail us uh, <laughs> our addresses. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, next up. We have this, the signature race. Yeah, I'm just going to say the signature race for three-year-old fillies in Dirt Route, the Louisville Oaks. Full field right now of 14. Um, and let's just jump right into it. First up, we have Cala Maria. Pretty sure I butchered that there, Nini, for you. Um, homebred for Danny Derby by Bregman out of Spoonful of Sugar, sugar by Alonzi. Uh, she won her prep in the Albuquerque Park Oaks, second in the White Wolf Stakes behind That Girl Is You. That's a very sh- kind of weird name to read, but whatever. Uh, she's been pretty cool. Um, obviously has a lot of speed, but she hasn't shown that 96 effort yet this year. Obviously only two starts, but yeah. Uh, next up is Crucify for Brandon McNulty. A uh, nice little homebred. Undefeated, broke its maid with a 97. 96 to win grade one then has had like I'm not gonna say easy races because only won by a neck against eilish but then a mile and a, or not a mile and a quarter a length and a quarter uh last out in the new orleans oaks the short rest but like i really just don't feel like she's been pushed to her max in her last two so she could definitely take this Next up, we have Danvers for Susie Rydell. I'm just going to come out with it and say it. I think this is my win pick right here. Uh, she was last seen finishing first in the Gontarun Stakes with an 89 by a nose week three. Before that, she was third in the in the Stewart's Cup Juvenile Phillies, was second in a grade one before that. Uh, you know, her pedigree is awesome. You know, clearly best the second damn happy this way. Uh, nice little speed influence there. And, you know... It might be just me being superstitious, but I think it's been a while since Susie's won a big one, and I think she's due. This is a good filly, regardless. <laughs> Next, we have Day Will Break, homebred for Aaron Sanderson by St. Nicholas Day, out of Sky Will Burn by You Are Not Alone. This filly broke her maiden at the end of year 55. Um, wasn't super flashy, but this year she's been really tearing it up. She won the Border Oaks with a 96, closed from last. And she closed from last in the Lexington Oaks as well, winning that by a neck over Symphony, who, of course, won the uh, Stewards Cup Juvenile Phillies last year. And Symphony's in the Derby, I'm pretty sure, still. Yeah. So, Might actually happen. Yeah, that could be fun. Um, I'm just also going to say this is my win pick. That might be a hot take, but (laughs) I really like the way this horse is coming in. I don't think it's like a blazing hot take. I think it's like a 90 (laughs) degrees on a summer day kind of take i don't know what that means because i don't understand fahrenheit (laughs) she doesn't use the cool american system she doesn't have enough freedom let me just see what 90 degrees is in celsius okay yeah that's pretty hot (laughs) (laughs) okay well you're also in canada so Mm -hmm. thank you on behalf of canada thank you so 90 degrees comparatively Anyways, <laughs> Eilish for John Vett. Uh, yeah, I just want to point out this damn is loquacious type. I just, I don't know, I like that name. Anyways, won the Famitsu Stakes last out. Like, looked pretty good with a 91. Like, she hasn't shown as much as some of the other ones have, but definitely not one count out. Next up, we have the fan favorite. Is she the fan favorite? I think she's a fan favorite. Fighting she's a word. fan favorite among the co- podcast hosts. <laughs> she Not is our... Raven, but close. <laughs> <laughs> I our love second, Raven. 
our second favorite uh, horse, our favorite non-inbred to uh, fall. Actually, she's pretty inbred when I look at her pedigree. Not like as Ray inbred. Grandma and Grandma are the same. Like not the worst, but <laughs> not, not you the know best. by horse standards. Uh, this is Fighting Words for Brandon Schultz, a homebred. This is Brandon's like first big horse, and he has her here in his first like major major map race for the three-year-old fillies. She's by Gladiator out of the Hold Above Mare Speechless. Uh, she is really awesome. Uh, was last seen finishing second, a holding on by a head. Before that, she won the Skyfall. Before that, she was second in the Sturge Cup Juvenile Phillies 2 Symphony. So we know she can run with this crowd. I love her. My only reservation with her is I think this might be a little too short for her. I hope I am wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Next, we have Flora for Danny Derby Homebred by Blue Bayou out of Aurora by James Dean. Uh, Aurora is actually a really nice mare. Oh, <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> Just trash. <laughs> Shut up, Dylan. Being mean for no reason. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but this horse has been like pretty annoying. She won her maiden with an 88 and then hasn't won since, even though she started four times. She was uh she only has one start this year in the last last California stakes. Okay. Uh we'll, we'll go with that, even though I probably said that completely wrong. Um, so she was third there, was third in the Gold Star Stakes, fifth in the Trap Stakes. Yeah, she would need to improve pretty big in order to run with this field, I think. Next up is I Am the Storm for Aaron Sanderson. This filly lost once in the Inglewood Starlet, and that was by a nose to Owl Bet It All. Uh, ran below a 90 once in her career, but her top speed figure is a 91. Like, she really just runs almost the same race every time which definitely could be enough to win this. We'll see what happens. Aaron Sanderson coming in here with multiple really nice fillies. Good for you, Aaron Sanderson. Yeah, she good seems for like you. she's like, really coming onto the scene in dirt yeah, right now. Like, multiple good fillies running at the same time is like the mark of like a really, really good uh, player in that division. So good for you, Aaron. I know you've posted on the forum that like you think your operation's been like tough lately, but like you're, you're doing great. You're seriously fantastic. Next up is Keepsake for Louise Bayou. This is a homebred by James Dean out of the Man of Mystery Mare Freedom. This horse is from the same family as I'll Let You Know and I'll Bet It All, who is also in here. Her second dam is Goodwill. Uh, she was last seen winning the Fantastic Stakes Week 3 by a neck over You're Still Here. Is You're Still Here in this race? No, she is not. Oops. Um, before that, she was fourth in the Stewart's Cup Juvenile Phillies. Before that, she won the first two starts of her career. This girl likes to come from pretty far back, so she's going to be closing. It's just going to depend on what the pace looks like in here, but I think she's really good. Uh, I think this distance is going to be up her alley. I think she'll be right there at the end. Next up, we have Kassara, homebred, or no, not a homebred, just kidding, it's a player bred. Uh, Randall Allen campaigns Mike Bryant bred um, by Dave Matthews band out of Stargirl by Anointed. This one took four tries to break her maiden, uh, but she has won a stakes she want to prep for for that uh, in her last start but this is another yes. one where she's going to <sighs> Dylan's bullying me I don't like this <laughs> All I said was yes <laughs> you're being condescending yeah mm-hmm. yeah sh- this horse needs to improve again I would say she's kind of on the outside looking in from an ability perspective or so we think yeah I'm probably wrong <laughs> no uh, I mean, what's new though? Geez. Merlinetta, Amara <laughs> Estes. The one I'm gonna person like that made you change your name. Your 
I'm gonna detune your voice for bullying me. Give him, can you give him like a chipmunk voice? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Please do it for like this segment right here that he's nope. about to say. <laughs> okay, Merlinetta. Uh, camera asked this. Uh, you know, front runner, super nice. Hasn't been able to win a stakes race, but has been there. Looked pretty good last out. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what else to say. Another Very... one that has to improve massively. Cause she's not won a stakes yet. Yeah. Very eloquently said, Dylan. Thank you. Next up, we have more than anything, a homebred for Brian Levitt. This is a daughter of Heart of the Storm and One More Kiss, making her a half-sister to Rathalos, the Derby winner, who will also be running later on the card in the World Cup. Was last seen winning the Dare to Dream Stakes Week 3 by a nose... What? Same card. Not the same (laughs) card? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's on Uh, the same broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, technicalities. Um, Won the Dare to Dream for the 96... Um, I, what does I say? Yeah, won the Dare to Dream with a 96. Uh, before that, she did finish 14th in a 15-horse field in the Stewart's Cup Juvenile Phillies. But to rebound like that, that's, like, pretty sick. I can hear myself echoing. I'm just going to keep going. Um, you know, it, that that does give me a little bit of reservations. It's just, you know, she's coming in with full confidence, but how good is she against these same horses that she ran against uh, Week 16 last year? That kind of gives me pause right there. Next up is probably going to be the big favorite, I'd imagine. Uh, this is I'll Bet It All, homebred for Steven Saratoga by Heart of the Storm out of one of the goats of the sim, I'll Let You Know, by James Dean. Uh, she uh, she won her first race this year with an al- as an allowance, won it by three and a half lengths, then went and faced males in the Hot Springs Derby, was a length behind Witted, who I believe is entered in the Derby. Yes, he is. Uh, and that was her first loss that she'd faced. Obviously, she's run a 100. It's a grade one winner, has the pedigree to do it. We'll see if this is, like, in her distance, but yeah. Uh, our final... Philly is that girl is you the one with the confusing name uh Renee 96 yes only out. to me though because I don't read well <laughs> uh, anyways ran a 96 lost out and lost a listed stakes like that's not something you see every day she's good out of Dave Matthews band and stuff but I, I just don't think she's good enough like it'd have to be a pretty big improvement I think maybe down the line she could be like winning these big races. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. That means this is your winner, folks. <laughs> I'm bad at picking. Thanks. And you know what? John Exet, he likes to... There is some Zet Exet magic out there. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. So who's winning Thanks. this? Nobody. <laughs> it's going to well, be a 14 Well, me and I already tipped our hands, so... Dylan, you start. Oh, you want me to start? That's rude. Anyway... <laughs> I love being rude. It's not, but whatever. <laughs> Probably going to take day will break for Aaron Sanderson. Stop Just... copying me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Super nice. I think we all know why. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to keep talking. Then uh, Crucify, second. Kingdom Come, Nini's favorite. I don't know why. Who? Yeah, looks all right. Yeah, I just, I've never understood it. Whatever. Uh, and then... <laughs> I'm going to get yelled at, but I'm leaving Albet at all out of this just because, like, her half-siblings haven't been great in these, like, triple crown races, uh, fillies or colts, which I'll probably be very wrong, whatever. Uh, then Keepsake for Louis Bayou. Super nice-looking filly. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to put Danvers on top, like I said. I think uh, 
the Sim Gods are gonna bestow Susie Rydell another big one. I feel like she's she's due for one every couple of years. When was her last like big win? Okay, her last Rogers. big win was like yeah, Rogers, but like her last win in the trophy case uh, was last year. But before that, her last win in the trophy case was year fifty two. Oh, suck. <laughs> so, so you know whatever Danvers Susie you always you can never counter out like the Susie Rydells, the Johnic sets. The Eric Nalbones, that exclusive group, you know, they're always dangerous. Danvers, on top, all that to say. Uh, I'm going to take Crucify to come in second. I think she's really, really good, but I think she's going to be better longer. So, second. And to round it out, I'm going to use Fighting Words for Brandon Schultz, who I also think will like longer. I think those other two fillies are more like a Midsummer Oaks type horses. Well, as I said, I like they will break on top. And this next horse, you guys need to like put some oven mitts on for how hot this take is gonna hit. You. Can I can I pick before you? Can I can I guess what you're gonna say? No. Sure. Is it more than anything? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Merlinetta. Oh. For Tamara Estes to finish second. Just because you share a name. No, no, that is not why. No, I like there's. Assuming I have read the past performances right, there is actually not a ton of speed in this race. So maybe a front runner could possibly get away with the lead. Um, plus, I like Merlin going a mile and an eighth. The sire, uh, God knows he didn't want to go any further than mile and an eighth, really. So, yeah, that's my hot, hot, hot take. Uh, and then, and then my third choice is I'll bet it all for obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Denise is just belting <laughs> no, the microphone. She just went right for it. <laughs> but you know what's not gross? The Louisville Derby. That was a horrible segue, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's like a few good horses in here. Two Millionaires, Symphony and Karazan. Both won the juvenile races. Symphony, the female one, and Karazan, the male. Uh, yeah, just we went over this last week already, like all of our horses, so I believe we're just giving picks this week, right? Inform against, box with, inform against, and inform against. Inform against all. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't believe, Kate, Zipless 2's, uh, uh, what did he set the record for? Lengths behind the winner? That record might be in jeopardy now. <laughs> oh, man. How far back is that record? 20-something? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's in danger. Yeah. Uh, that... Like, he was 20 lengths behind the 19th placed horse or something like that. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, then he rough. was a stakes winner over jumps, like, as a steeplechaser. You'll what a redemption it. arc. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'll make my picks now. I oh. don't know if I want to, because, like, this is just so insanely wide open. But I think I'm going to go with Poet's Corner on top. Danny, like, always has good horses and it seems like he's got to win a second derby at some point and my pose corner is not the one and then like probably gonna get like yelled at but galaxy's edge second that other danny derby horse like he's just got an insanely talented two this year so and then uh probably symphony the philly really love the breeding and everything and yeah i can see it happening i like using symphony underneath i like that that i think that's that's sick but I'm not doing it. I mean, I don't know. I wish I could, like, if I could do exotic bets, this would be, like, 
three horses on top and then three horses on top and then or three horses on the bottom of those and then three on the bottom of those like it's just crazy dude expanded uh, betting would make me so broke so fast you have no idea that is the true money maker take money out of the sim i don't know if everybody's gonna use it you know yeah i would well, i would better, supply better everybody <laughs> I, I will also Hopefully use it Em's listening you know put some better betting yeah. in we'll all waste all our money i don't think emma's listening yeah probably not. <laughs> at least that way she hates us not really anyway <laughs> Uh, for for me, uh, I thought about this long and hard. Uh, I also was listening nice. to yeah. <laughs> I was also listening to, to what M said on the broadcast last week about how Laura hasn't won a derby in like twenty some years. I think it's time, and I think she's going to do it with Risen today. This is the most consistently fast horse in the race. He likes to be close to the pace. We said speed kills. This is my guy here. I mean, with an average speed figure of like. 97.5 or 98 something like that i think that this good. is your winner here yeah you know not that good <laughs> um in second i am gonna take galaxy's edge as well for danny derby i think he'll be charging hard from the back of the pack excellent i just i like poet's corner a lot too but this is the danny's horse the danny horse that i'm gonna go with uh the it's all in the family let it go has tremendous cults i don't think i think carthay circle is the only one of them that's not run well in the triple crown so uh but galaxy's edge is going to continue the family trend there of excellence and then in third i'm going to go with the juvenile winner karazan for ash terrison and it's so it's just so tough it's so tough i want to like i want to it's just it's just so tough you know yeah okay before i give my picks i just want to shout out my sister who just brought me ice cream from mcdonald's so that's way to go wait the ice cream machine wasn't broken yeah wild must be weird canada thing (laughs) <laughs> Canada thing. I like when you okay, go to anyway. McDonald's and ask for a Sunday, and they have to go check in the back to see if the machine's working. I don't understand that. It's always been working here. For anyway, um, oh, I got a piece of plastic and it gross. Okay, mm. uh, <laughs> are you are you guys impressed with my play by play? Yes. I'm getting my Sunday. I'm sure that's what yeah. everyone wants to hear. Everyone, yeah. keep telling us. Tell us more. <laughs> well, it's caramel. Excellent. So that's cool. Anyway, picks. Uh, we should do that, right? Yeah, we already okay, did so, it. We should do that. So I like as people see me on top for uh, Keith Maidlow. Uh, there's horse. I love horses coming in off the bluegrass. Obviously, we talked about that uh, last week, and this guy's been just so consistent as a three-year-old and also as a two-year-old too, I guess. Um, second, I have Poets Corner. Um, love the breeding. We'll see how it shapes out. Um, he could possibly make me look stupid. He's like the one that is most likely to, I think. My dog's trying to eat my Sunday now. <laughs> this is a battle. <laughs> and second, I have cars, or third, I guess, I have cars on. All right. Bad takes, whatever. You know, keep going. Shut up, Dylan. Honestly, like any pick in this race could be a bad take. Like we could pick like Ziggy Stardust, oh, yeah. and somebody will be like, "That's a bad take," and he's going to finish like twelfth. But you know, he probably won't. But he could. I mean, this is just such a such a field. If you took any of them and said this one's going to win, I'd like respect that. I'd be like, "Yeah, it could." Yeah, I haven't it's been around long, race. but this is definitely the best derby field I've seen. I kind of agree with that. I think it's one of the better ones I've seen too. Highlighted by Inform Against. Yes, Obviously. the star. All right. And he- closing thoughts before we we depart our audience this field is no i want to eat my change. sunday now We're doing this on monday all right no and ne- a little teaser for next week next week we have a very uh, dishonorable guest 
<laughs> None of you are going to like it, and we're not going to like it either, but it's happening. It's going to happen. The guest of Dishonor. Uh, we'll leave you on that to linger with. Also, shout out to Lily Wilkins if you're listening. Yeah, she actually for... replied to her thread. Yeah, replying <laughs> in the thread. <laughs> the Feedback. Go die. No, what we're trying to say. <laughs> what Dylan is trying to say is yeah, that screw feedback. You guys. Oh my God. <laughs> what we're trying to say is that feedback means the world to us, and it really makes us feel good whenever people say something about the podcast or comment in our thread, and when our hard work gets acknowledged. Mostly uh, Mara's hard work because she does like most of the edit, all of the editing, um, and the outlines. So, yeah, it just it means it means a lot to all of us. So thank you. But only send hate mail to Nini. Yeah, hate mail yes. to me. I love it. All right, we good. Got right, it. We're good. Happy racing to all. Good luck to everybody. May all your horses win. Happy yeah. Derby Day. Except for Happy the horses Derby. I bet against. Yes. Farewell. Bye. Good night. I've got that lightning inside me, son of a god. I'm like a titan that's rising on just you. Victory is mine